What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales. Uh, I'm not drinking whiskey tonight because I've drank far too much of my really nice whiskey, so I have to have a little bit of a break. Although, I do fancy one, but no, I'm going to resist. I'm going to resist. Um, okay, so, uh, Formula One, Italian Grand Prix, Monza, the race. Um, pretty cool race, actually. Quite enjoyed it. I ended up watching the whole thing last night, even though I wasn't going to... I started watching it and then it was like suddenly, I don't know, I was well over halfway through and it was like, oh, okay, oh. And then it was quite exciting, so I just kept going. And uh, Monza's quite a short race because uh, it's such a high-speed circuit, so um, it wasn't too bad in the end. But then I persisted and stayed up a bit and watched cricket, which was not enjoyable, but never mind, never mind. I support my boys, even though we lost, but what are you going to do? Um, so yeah, Formula One. Um, let's take you through the results, and then we'll go from there. So P1, the winner, Charles Leclerc. Awesome job from him. Constant pressure from Lewis Hamilton. Um, throughout a big chunk of the race, and he didn't make any mistakes. Maybe one very minor mistake, but that was it. So yeah, really, really impressive. Uh, P2 was Bottas. Uh, P3 Hamilton. P4, Daniel Ricciardo for Renault. Really great drive from him. And equally good drive from Nico Hülkenberg, who finished P5. So really good haul of points for um, for Renault. So that was really, really good. Um, P6 was Alexander Albon for Red Bull. Um, probably about as good as he could have got. He had a few little mishaps, but then a few really good moves. And he didn't finish. He was like a second behind Hülkenberg in the end. So he could have almost just about given a few more laps, got that P5. But he drove a good race, though. Uh, Perez, P7, really good. He pretty much started from the back of the grid and just drove a really measured, sensible race. And, yeah, got to that P7. So that was really good. And then Verstappen, who also started at the back, got to P8. Um, he had a few issues. He had a little incident on the first lap. <clears throat> lost his well damaged his front wing and then had to go all the way around the around the lap and get a new front wing so that kind of fucked his race up a bit but um he probably could have done a couple of places higher maybe but he drove good to come back though so that was really good uh giovanazzi for alfa romeo p9 good good um result from him uh lando norris p10 for mclaren so not the greatest weekend from mclaren especially considering well we'll get to that i'll, I'll tell you what happened with science um, P11, Pierre Gasly, P12, uh, Lance Stroll, P13, Sebastian Vettel, we'll come to that. Uh, P14, George Russell for Williams. It's a pretty good result for him, really, considering he started there and finished there. So uh, P15, Kimi Raikkonen for Alfa Romeo. P16, Roman Grosjean for Haas. P17, Robert Kubica for Williams. And then Kevin Magnussen for Haas. He... Um, what happened to him? I think he had engine problems. Kvyat definitely had an engine problem. The engine just blew on him. Um, and then Carlos Sainz also didn't finish. Um, he came in for his pit stop and there was an issue in the pit stop. They didn't put the front right wheel on properly and he left the pits and it was like like half hanging off and he kind of went out the pits. I mean, if he'd managed to stop before he went out the pits, they might have been able to push him back. But unfortunately, he... It's weird because they knew instantly he threaded the... They, the wheel wasn't on properly, but they, between the time, which was at least six or seven seconds, maybe six seconds from when he left the pit stop to leaving the pit, the pit lane, they didn't tell him to stop. 
It just seems really weird. Like, wouldn't you just radio him straight away and go, stop, 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 pull over, we're going to push you back because your fucking wheel ain't on. But no, they didn't do that. They let him leave the pits and he just literally pulled over as soon as he crossed the white line pretty much. And then uh, virtual safety had to come out because he was on quite a high-speed part of the track. So, yeah, a bit of a fuck-up there, but never mind. Um, Because he was running in fifth, so he'd have got some really good points. So, yeah, real shame. Unfortunately... Uh, Vettel, the reason why he finished so low down, he was in fourth, um, about a second behind Bottas, and whether he just got caught in some dirty air or whatever, he just lost the rear end on one of the fast, um, it's the fast chicane, Lesbos, I think it's called, or something like that, anyway, um, he, uh, yeah, he lost the rear end, spun it round, went off the track, and then was trying to re- return onto the track, but didn't really pay attention to what was going on or, you know, he's had some, a few anti-stall problems and the car wasn't, wouldn't get going. And then he pulled out. And then by that point, the force India was coming along, which was, um, who was it? Lance Stroll. And they kind of touched very lightly and it kind of spun Lance Stroll out. And then Stroll went off. Vettel got back going again, went past him and then Stroll tried to come back on the track and then got in the way of Gasly and was crashed into him. So like, both both drivers, even though Stroll didn't do a lot wrong, he still returned uh, to the racetrack dangerously. So Vettel got a drive-through stop-and-go penalty. No, just a stop-and-go, 10-second stop-and-go. We have to come into the pits, stop your car for 10 seconds in your pit box, and then leave, leave your pit box and drive out the pits. So that's pretty much the harshest um, penalty you can get without being black flagged basically so it was pretty serious what he did he kind of returning to the track like that it was pretty amateurish really so um and then norris got also got a he just got a drive through i think so not quite as bad as the stop and go but still it cost him about 25 seconds so that kind of damaged his race and he was running really high up he was like seventh at the time or something so yeah really um yeah, really unlucky for him. So, and actually, Vettel finished just behind him. So, yeah, bit um, bit of a fuck up from Vettel. I, I feel sorry for him. He seems like a cool guy, but he just—I don't know. He's just—I think he's just not got his mind on Formula One anymore. He's just his—he's half his foot's half out of the sport. I think. Um, everyone keeps saying he's not, and he himself even says he's not that he's still into it. And but I don't know. Maybe he just got his family, and he's just kind of that's his focus now you know so yeah what do you do so um and Leclerc is just out driving him massively like he he drove really well at the front like um he had Hamilton right on his ass for I don't know 40 laps I suppose it was just constant hounding him and almost got past him at one point uh they were coming into one of the chicanes and um Leclerc kind of drove Hamilton off the track but just kind of did a little bit it was right on the line of what was acceptable and what wasn't and Leclerc actually got a black and white flag which means it's like a yellow card in football it's like a warning if you do it again you'll be off so um I think they did that I mean some people are questioning whether it should have been a bit of a sterner thing like a five second penalty or something but given the race and given that it wasn't too bad what he did. It was right on the line. I think a warning. It kind of allows the racing to continue, which I think is a good thing. Because um, if if they'd given him a five-second penalty, A, there would have been fucking anarchy and riots all around Monza, and B, 
um, it would have kind of ruined the race. So you kind of have, I think the, the warning thing, which they've just brought in for this race, is black and white flag, which is a recent introduction. Um, yeah, so it was used then, and I think actually it was probably the thing to do. I mean, Hamilton was a bit, he's kind of fine with it, but he was like, yeah, he did kind of push me off. But he's actually come out and said, yeah, I know how he races now. So I'll, I'll remember that for the next time. So, um, and he kind of, I mean, if he wasn't in a world championship race, he probably would have, wouldn't have backed out and gone off the track a bit. He probably would have just, they probably would have just collided. But um, yeah, it was an interesting one. So, um, and then towards the end, because Hamilton was right on Leclerc's ass for like all those laps, his uh, medium tyres just didn't last and he was losing losing time and he, he couldn't keep up with him and uh the Ferrari was just too quick on the straights it was coming out the last corner had slightly better traction and just gave it that little bit of extra you know 10 meters he needed um so by the time Hamilton had caught up at the end of the straight with his DRS he still couldn't quite get close enough and that was like that for the whole race um Bottas pitted a bit later and he um he was like, he was on fresher tires and looking really quick and then Hamilton tried one last move and locked up one of his tyres because they were just gone and went straight on at the first corner and had to go around the little bollards and then that kind of released Bottas to have a go. Um, they probably would have swapped them around, around that point anyway because um, Hamilton, just his tyres were gone. So and Bottas was looking quick on fresher tyres but it is, this kind of shows how good Hamilton was driving that Bottas managed to close the gap to about a second and a half but just couldn't get any closer like he, he managed it a couple of times but couldn't maintain that closeness that Hamilton was managing to do so whether that just shows you the difference between the two drivers I guess that's a kind of pretty good example so because um, Bottas was on fresher tyres so he should have probably been able to do a bit better and he had one one opportunity and overcooked the brakes on the, in the into the first corner and went a bit deep and that just lost him half a second and um, it's such fine margins it's just insane but um, but yeah there we go um, it was kind of cool though it was very exciting and Leclerc I mean I'm actually quite happy that he won because it was a great drive and it was at Monza and he's a Ferrari driver and you know and he's a cool I mean it, it's you it may I was thinking last night like I. I am kind of loyal to teams in Formula One, but for me, it's more about the driver. So if they change teams, I'm kind of supporting them. So Ricardo, I always liked at Red Bull, but I like him now at Renault because it's Ricardo. Same with Hamilton um, when he was at McLaren and now at Mercedes. Um, and even Verstappen, I suppose, but he's probably going to be at Red Bull for a while. But it's exciting drivers. And Leclerc is another one of those drivers that you just want to watch. You just... You, and you... You feel good when he wins, like so, because he seems like such a cool guy. So, um, yeah, it's the same, I think, with Lando Norris and Science as well. They're two drivers that you'd like to see do well. Same with Russell and even Alex Albon as well. He's got that same kind of vibe to him, and he pulled out a few really good moves actually in the race, like one up the inside of uh, Science. I think even caught Science out off guard, and even the commentators kind of jumped and went "whoa" because he just looked like he was going to go right up the back of him, but just threaded his car down the inside and kind of got past. But Science managed to get better drive out the next corner and kind of went past him, and uh, probably Albon with more experience wouldn't have. He wouldn't have let science pass again, but science just kind of had the inside line on that corner. So, excuse me, I just hiccuped and burped a little bit in, in one go. Shocking. 
So yeah, that was cool. It was cool. It was a cool race. Uh, what else went on? Um, goodish race of Gasly, not great. Giovinazzi to get ninth. That was good. I mean, yeah, the Renaults were just really quick all weekend, and it was a solid third, uh, solid fourth and fifth. Like they, you know, and actually Ricardo was only ten seconds behind Hamilton in the end because Hamilton had to come in and do do a pit stop and get fresh tyres, which allowed him to get an extra point and uh, the fastest lap. Um, but yeah, Ricardo and Red, and Hulkenberg uh, and the Renault, they showed real pace. And yeah, I don't know, maybe the next half, you know, the next eight races that we've got left or whatever it is, it's um, Renault might have a little resurgence. So I was going to have a look at the standings. Um, teams. Renault. Yeah, see, so they've caught up to McLaren. So McLaren won 83. Um, they only got one point yesterday and then Renault are now on 65 so they had a massive jump so they've jumped ahead of Toro Rosso quite substantially there and you know a couple more you know positive results from them if they get a few more you know four and fives they're gonna putting uh, McLaren under pressure so um to get that p4 in the um championship it's um yeah I mean that's that's the aim for all these other teams at the moment so um they're not no one's going to catch Red Bull from Mercedes at all but um, I mean, actually, Ferrari aren't even going to catch Mercedes at this rate. That Mercedes are on 505, so it's just crazy. Crazy. Um, yeah, so let me have a look and see. Read you some... Uh, what does Hamilton say? There is some dangerous... Oh, no, that was on the radio. He said there's some dangerous driving going on, he said, over the radio. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, let's see. Come on, it's down the bottom. we got to scroll down. Uh, what they said, Leclerc, uh, I did a few mistakes, but at the end, I finished first. Very happy with this. I need to be careful with the mistakes, but none of them made me lose position today. Uh, Bottas said, I think we had some good strategy for me, but I am gutted. I tried everything to get past, but there was no way past. Uh, there was front looking from the loss of downforce, and they're so fast in a straight line. Yeah, I mean, even though Mercedes probably had the slightly faster race car, in the corners, they just couldn't get them on the straights. Um, Hamilton said, uh, Charles did a, um, did a great job, a lot of pressure from Valeteri and me. I did the best I could, following so closely for such a long time. The tyres went off, uh, they were so quick in a straight line. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it seems like they've just built a car to win at Monza this year. They were just like, well, we're probably not going to win the World Championship, so let's just build a car that can win at Monza <laughs> and then at least we got some nice you know headlines and get you know get on the podium and stuff so I mean they, they really they should have had um I think if Vettel had stayed up in fourth he'd have passed Bottas and probably Hamilton as well um because the Ferrari was so much quicker on the straight line that I think they would have got past him with a DRS so yeah but shame for Vettel hopefully he's doing all right he's um it must be so hard for him. We got this young, fast kid, and it happened at Red Bull. It happened, you know, with with Ricardo, and like it's, it's oh, it's happened twice to him now that these young upstarts have come along and they're faster than him and putting in better results. And now he's kind of, um, yeah, I don't know what you do. What you do? Has he still got it in him to come back? And he's got one more year left on his uh, Ferrari contract, so maybe he can come back and I don't know, do another year and reassert himself and get a championship that he deserves and I don't know but it just seems like he's making so many mistakes 
when he's under pressure that he, I don't know, maybe he's just not quite got it anymore. Who knows? I mean, it seems like with all the young kids coming through, like Verstappen, Albon, Leclerc, Ricardo, not that young, but still, you know, in his prime. Um, you know, you got Norris, Sainz, Russell, like they're all potential future world championships. I mean, they're all incredible. And you got Ocon back next year, and it's such a competitive area or competitive um, time at the moment in Formula One. I think Hamilton's relishing it because he's in a good car and he's fighting with all these young kids and most of the time beating them. So it's, um, I think he's going to have a bit of motivation in the next few years because he's so fucking competitive that I think that's what's keeping him going. But with Vettel, maybe, I don't know, I guess because Hamilton isn't, you know, he's not married, he hasn't got kids or anything. He's still focusing on the sport. Whereas Vettel's got, you know, wife and young kids now and it's like, well, I think that becomes your priority and then you can't, maybe you don't focus you know, time that you would have been in a simulator or training or something like that, you're actually like, no, I'm going to hang out with the kids, you know, which is fair enough, God. So, yeah, it's, um, we'll see what happens with him. Can he come back this year and get, he hasn't got a win yet this year. So, you know, they're going to have some, Singapore, you'd think they'd be pretty good. Um, okay, I kind of want Vettel to win. I never really... I'm not a massive fan of Vettel, but I kind of it's um, as he's starting to do worse and and going through a hard time. You kind of want to get behind him and see him win one. You know, it's it's weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some British mentality of watching cricket too much. You're just sort of supporting the the losing team all the time. But anyway, <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah. I don't know, I'm waffling now, fuck. Uh, what am I talking about? Uh, next race is... Where the fuck's the next race? It's in two weeks, ten days. Um, races, let's have a look. Oh, Singapore. Yeah, I like Singapore. And you know, the good thing about Singapore is I can actually watch the fucking race at a reasonable time and not be up till all hours. I think, actually, maybe not, because it's a night race, isn't it? And Singapore's... Ah, bollocks. Singapore's a few hours behind, isn't it? So, uh, oh, actually, it's not too bad. Okay, so the race will be on at 10 p.m. in, in Australia, which is like the normal used-to-be times where you can kind of just about justify staying up till midnight and get away with it. So, although I might try and book a Monday off so I can actually watch it properly because it's, it's always quite an entertaining race, even though it's like a bit of a street circuit and it's hard to pass, like the spectacle of it at night time and... The track is um, it's pretty immense as well. There's some cool corners. And, of course, last year with Hamilton, he got this incredible pole position lap that just came from nowhere. And it just, everyone just went, oh, like that that's not possible. How did he do that? Um, it was just one of those incredible laps. Um, so, yeah, very cool. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's Singapore. That's um, 22nd, no, 20th to 22nd of September. So we'll be back for some... Uh, waffly banter i need someone else who's into formula one that wants to come and chat with me about these like it'd be good to have someone come and do a monday night um podcast about formula one um talking about the race that's just happened um so if you're interested if you like formula one and you live in sydney and you want to get involved give me a shout uh you can email me at podcast at harmonic um and yeah that'd be cool uh, we might be trying to do a little um, 
podcast scene with the unicorn and cupcake daddy Richie. Um, but we don't know. We were supposed to do that the other week, but um, we had to postpone. So hopefully we'll be back doing that. Um, we were maybe going to try Friday, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but I'm, I, I really need to get going with my other little individual ones, I think, because um, I quite enjoyed doing those, but I, I kind of stopped. Um, and, yeah, I want to get back into those a little bit, I think. Cause there's lots of gadget stuff. Like I got this Hi-Fi recently and discovered a lot of useful info if you're buying an amp and speakers and if you want to be able to play it through your smart tablet or, you know, one of your devices. So, um, yeah, it's like if you want to go slightly higher quality with audio but not... Um, not completely break the bank um then that's kind of the region i've been in kind of thing so um yeah so i might talk about that because it was quite interesting process and i did a lot of research so it'd be good to actually pass that information on um to everyone so yeah thank you very much um i think i've talked everything i can talk there probably was some other little comments from um other drivers just everyone raving about leclerc really um Lance Stroll calling Sebastian Vettel an idiot. Vettel just going, eh, sorry. <laughs> you couldn't really explain what happened. Um, yeah, so there we go. Um, Alonso was back at the uh, at Monza for the weekend and he was kind of umming and ahhing and hinting that he might be back driving in Formula 1 in a couple of years. So we'll see if that happens. But um, I, can't, I don't know, I can't see it really happening unless a big team comes in in 2021. Um, and he joins with them, but I, I'm not sure that happened. So, yeah, um, you know, it's like Audi coming or something like that, or Toyota probably won't, but that's who he's driving for at the moment in the World Endurance Championship. So, yes. Anyway, I've waffled enough. Thanks for tuning in. That was Harmonic Whiskey Tales, and that was our little Formula One special from the Monza Grand Prix. Um, and we'll be back doing our Singapore one in a few weeks, and then hopefully a few little podcasts in between. Um, if you want to come on the show, give me a shout, podcast at harmonicwhiskeytales.com, or uh, if you know someone in Sydney you might want to come on the show, get in touch with them, let them know, get in touch with me, and we'll set it up. And um, yeah, I think that's everything. Cheers, everybody. Bye.